Okay, that's better. Hey, people. Welcome Hello. to Shenanigans, Biscuits, and Green. Oh, I got spilled beer. I'm spilled beer. This is why we don't have nice things, man. Yeah. Like, I work and I slave, and then you just you just do stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Clean it up. Okay. It's, my rag's going to smell like beer now. That's all right. It tastes like beer, too, and, so you're lucky that way. Rice is absorptive. So, something else. <laughs> could have been worse. You could have spilled it on, you know, like, freaking Fruit Loops. You've been like, well, fuck it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Anyway. Man. So, welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. And uh, I am Gravy, and the other person on the end of the mic is... I'm Biscuits, the beer spiller. Biscuits, the beer spiller. The worst Viking name ever. Yeah. Well, how about this? Biscuits, the coffee spiller, because there was a time back when... worse. That's worse. Yeah, there was a time that I could... I could jump up and down and not spill a drop of coffee. I, you know, I could do all kinds of things. Never spill coffee. Nowadays, I spill a drop or something every time. Say, never fails. That's those navy. That's those navy days leaving you, man. We honed our coffee drinking skills to a fine point. Fourteen foot seas, whatever, man. We had it. Now We've you. lost it. Lost it. Just completely lost, lost it. Not just, just that, lost but lost it. it in general. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Me and my one testicle. Oh, better than me. I got three. And I'm really <laughs> worried because one's bigger than the other two. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but, uh, dude, I went to my son's uh, field day today. They had their school field day. Yes. You know, where they all play outside and have fun and stuff like that. Had a blast. What a good time. I was the uh, designated... My son's school doesn't have water fountains. Mm -hmm. They all bring their own water bottle. So I was the designated water bottle carrier. So I had everybody's water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) That I had to cart around. But it was such a blast, man. My hat's off to teachers. Yes. I have people vomit, piss, and shit on me. And I still wouldn't be a teacher. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I could do it. I, I could not. Uh, my son's teacher, Miss Hodges, absolutely fantastic. Uh, it, they have a TA, Miss Honeycutt, also awesome. I, I mean, I, I just can't say enough about his school. They, they, it is a great school. We were lucky to get him in there. That's good. My, my little one yeah, is man. in a good school too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's, it's so much harder in Hawaii, though, man. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'd probably keep my kid out every day to go diving. You know, or I'd want to. Well, I mean, he's six years old, and he's he's still too... To me, he's still too young. Doesn't matter. I Like, I I want to teach him to do... There's things I want to teach him to do that I have to wait for a few years. Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, like like how to open a beer bottle with your butt cheeks, and, you know, how to start a fire with with sticks, and, and, you know... Oh, you can do that now, man. Take taking the taking the belly button lint and turning that into a, you know, throw a little bit of grease from your talking about turning into a tinder spark, yeah, or a fire bundle. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Dom knows how to use my uh, flint and spark, so. Mm. But anyway, but yeah, it was fun. And then I mowed the lawn, and uh, after I mowed my lawn, my neighbor came over and he said, "I have something for you." I said, oh, cool, what's that? 
and he gave me weed be gone hmm? and a spray bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so evidently my lawn is not up to par. <laughs> nice. I said thank you very I'm gonna get him a cake for uh for for it. I thought it was very nice of him. But I just laughed. I was like, Jesus Christ, man, is it this bad? <laughs> I don't know. I grew look, man, I grew up in Arizona. We had rocks for decoration. We didn't have grass. You had different color gravel. Yeah. You know, that's all you had. So this whole lawn thing is new to me. I'm learning as I go. This is my first year in this house, so but you know, I thought it was very sweet of him still. Yeah. You need to decorate it nice and uh, put some like plants, yeah. gardens, and oh, we got hedges in the front, man. Uh, we're growing a couple trees and some good sized pots. We're gonna plant in the backyard. Put some zombie uh, gnomes back I got... there. Nah, 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 nah. I want to do some. Uh, I want to do some uh, lilies out by the mailbox or at least around the front. You know, I, we got plants, but you know, it takes time to build that up. Yeah. You know, and you got to plan at the right time, do everything at the right time. So, I still want to work on the aesthetics, and then after, you know, let's plan it out. This plant here, this plant here. Like I'm a planner that way. Yeah. Like let's 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 get an idea of what it should look like before we just start digging shit up. Yeah, I thought about doing that. Uh, I got a couple barrels, and I'm thinking about filling them up, up with water, put those little lily, lily pads on top and oh, yeah, maybe yeah, some yeah. other stuff and then possibly, you know, throw in a couple small fish in there or something. And, you know, you, you see those every once in a while, like at the pet stores or... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, basically like a self-contained ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to, what I'm going to use and how I'm going to go about that. Hey, you put a cleaner fish in there. You know, a couple of the feeder fish, a little vegetation on top. You're good to go, man. Yep. Yeah. Let's see here. I, I've got a... I don't have any topics today. However, I have some little tidbits, some interesting facts about famous people. Well, uh, I looked up... Uh, I, I've been looking at this for a while, and uh, it was a lady sniper, worked for the Red Army, and whose whose name was uh, Ludmila Palvinchenko. That sounds sexy, doesn't it? It sounds like a woman who would like punch you in the face after orgasm. But um, three hundred nine two as a sniper. Wait, wait, wait! It, so uh, want to talk? You cut out there. What was that again? Three hundred nine confirmed kills in World War Two as a sniper. Yeah, I've heard about yep. her. Yeah, yeah, uh, I had heard about her also, and I watched a couple things, and like heard her name mentioned, you know, just kind of mentioned, and I was like, wow, how interesting, and decided to look her up, and man, man what a fascinating person, a fascinating life. Mm-hmm. And I got that, and uh, I don't know if you heard, I did send you a message, but I don't know if you got it, that uh, Beta Ray Bill going to be in the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance there. I've been out all uh, day. I've see, now I thought I thought he was coming out in, in Endgame. I thought they were going to bring him in. I really did. You know, especially 
for me, especially if Fat Thor making it all the way through it. <laughs> I, w- I was like, they're bringing in Beta Ray. He's gonna be like this beast and just gonna lay waste to shit. And they didn't. I was like, damn. I found something out uh, that dude that plays Thor. That was his idea. I just thought they wasted it, man. They the, wasted the whole fat uh, idea. He, he loved it too. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a good idea for the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. But you took out the two, uh, in my opinion, the two most powerful Avengers, Hulk and uh, Thor, Yeah. for the entirety of that movie. And I get it. It was more of a thinking movie. It wasn't the battle movie. The first one, Infinity War, was the battle movie. This was the, the thinking movie to solve the problem. I understand that. I get that. Mm. But you still lost something in it. I just feel like they lost something. So I always thought Beta will Beta Ray Bill would come out in, you know, one of the Thor movies. See, that's what I thought. I thought like Thor Ragnarok. I mean, his his picture was in it, but he wasn't in it. But you know, I, I thought it was going to be there. And then when Endgame came up, I was like, oh, it's definitely going to be here. And then it fucking is. And I was like, shit. Yeah, but Guardian of the Galaxies. That's you know, that's an interesting one. Well, yeah, I mean, especially now that it's the Asgardians of the galaxy. Yeah. So yeah. they're probably going to be doing the search for Gamora and all that shit and blah, blah, blah. I like, <laughs> I like to see them throw in Frog Thor. A frog Thor? Yes. Thor I was a unf- frog with a little bitty hammer. I, I am unfamiliar, but <laughs> massively intrigued at this point. <laughs> You'll you'll have to look that one up. It's uh, I will, I will have to. It, it it's it was funny and something that you just don't want to see. You see once, but not again. It's on that Marvel app, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I'll have to look it up then. Nice. What? The fart. That. Yeah, I heard it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Your mic's working spectacularly well, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so would you like me to tell you about this sniper? Yes, yes. Let, Allow me to hear about please. it. Yes, God, this lady is amazing. Ugh. Let me flip open my notebook here. Okay, that ain't it. That ain't it. Okay, there we go. Hmm. All right, so we have Ludmila Pavlochenko. All right, now, uh, some women during World War II were working in factories... You know, others were staying at home while their husband worked in the war factories and, you know, raising the family the next generation. And uh, then there were some women who decided to go and fight the war head on. And uh, this lady really stood out above uh, all of them, or most of them, I should say. Now, uh, she was born in the Ukraine, and she was raised with communism. Now, when communism came to that area it kind of bolstered women's rights like a lot of you know women got a lot more rights than they had initially mm-hmm. you know it wasn't bad for a woman to work and raise a family and do this it was seen as a good thing so uh, her mom was a school teacher her dad was a factory worker but he worked his way up and ended up becoming uh i, I think it was a lieutenant in the red army and they started getting transferred a lot and she was a she was a bit of a tomboy growing up, you know, outdoors a lot. And uh, it was said she was supremely athletic. It can do anything any of the boys could do. 
she probably wasn't that good looking in the face. Actually, she was gorgeous, dude. Really? Look up the pictures of her. Absolutely stunning. Stunning woman. Yeah. Uh, at 14, she was in Kiev, the capital of the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a boy there who used to uh, talk about what a good sharpshooter he was. So this pissed her off. So she joined a shooting club and quickly became one of the best shooters they had. She even went on to win medals for it. And uh, she went to a fair one time, and it was a shooting game. And for every target you hit, you got a prize. She paid for 15 bullets, and her first 12 got her 12 prizes. (laughs) And she felt so bad after the the 12th one, she gave everything back and walked away. (laughs) I was like, that's fantastic. So uh, after that, she ended up working in an arsenal factory where she became a weapons expert over all the weapons they built, the ammunition they built. I mean, she literally became a firearms expert. Nice. Uh, yeah. She ended up marrying and having a child, but after that, she got kind of sick of being the housewife, so she got divorced and decided to join the military. <laughs> Not only did she decide to join the military, but when she showed up, she brought all her marksmanship medals and demanded to go to sniper school. So they sent her there. <laughs> like the Red Army was like, all right. At first, at, at, this is what's so cool. Like at first, they said no because there was kind of a you know a, a thing about women joining the military. Yeah. But then you know as men started dying more and more and more, you know the Russians lost what how many sixteen million or something like that in World oh, War Two. It was a, it was, a, it was a staggering amount. Oh yeah. Like the the Russians lost way more than we did. And um, and they finally said okay, and they sent her to sniper school. And she was actually like they ended up having an all female sniper school, but she volunteered so early it was her and the rest were males. Her indoctrination after her training consisted of she had to shoot two Germans in an open field and not get caught, which you know is. Anybody who knows about shooting is basic suicide. You shoot two people in an open field. You shoot the first one, the next one drops and gets cover. Mm-hmm. And then they pretty much know where you're shooting from. But she did it. Not only did she do it, but she landed two perfect headshots. After that, the artillery started firing on her. She called for support and got out, but she passed and became a sniper. And uh, she was sent to the siege of Odessa. And in three months, she racked up 187 kills. Nice. Yep. Uh, she absolutely hated the Nazis. And uh, she she got to the point where she didn't even see them as humans. Uh, what was I? At one point, um, she was kind of in a tree surrounded by leaves. And the Nazis zeroed in on her position and started firing at the tree. Well, she actually, like, made a show of falling out of the tree like she was dead. Yeah. And then played dead till nightfall and then went back to camp. Uh, When the men saw her walking through camp, they couldn't believe she was still alive and she earned the nickname Lady Death. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So... 
Then she went to the Battle of Savastopol. Savastopol. She earned 70 kills there. That kicked her up to 257. And at this point, the higher-up said, you know, she needs to be a counter-sniper. She needs to go against other snipers. That's where we need her. And on average, it took her 15 to 20 hours to spot and dispatch an enemy sniper in whatever area she was sent to. That's pretty good. She battled 36 enemy snipers and never lost. This woman was a fucking beast. Kind of reminds me of Carlos Hathcock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really. Uh, During one skirmish, all the senior officers in their battalion was killed. And she began shouting orders. But some of the men refused to listen to her because she was a woman. One of her fellow snipers stood up and yelled, Cowards, look at Palvinchenko. She has the balls of a man, and you have none. Cowards. After that speech, everybody followed her, and they all made it out alive. Nice. Yeah. Uh, One instance, uh, she ran into an old age home, and this was to secure the area. But she found that there were 108 residents in there that had all been shot, tortured, and killed. And this only kind of bred her bigger hatred for the Nazis. Uh, By now, she had 309 kills. And uh, she she really became more of like a myth of a legend. Uh, The Germans feared her so bad that when she came into the area, they'd actually announce it. Uh, They even tried to bribe her and get her over to the German side. So she was actually shot four times, and she ended up having so much shrapnel embedded in her body that they discharged her medically. Uh, After that, she was sent on an American tour because at the time they were having, uh, which is shocking to believe to me because this was uh, 19, I think it was 42. Uh, They were having problems getting men to join and if men saw that here's this woman Russian who's out here fighting you know like an animal you know they, they'd be inclined to join this yeah. was FDR by the way and uh, she toured I think it was like 47, 43, 47 states and she even went uh, on the tour with Eleanor Roosevelt and they became great friends uh, but she was always hindered by these dumb-ass questions from the media. Like, did she wear makeup in battle? <laughs> did she feel bad that the uniform they made her wear look, made her look fat? Like, was she upset she couldn't do her hair? And t- during one of her first talks, she actually looked at the reporter and said, it's kind of hard to do makeup when there's bullets flying at you. Yeah, that, that's... I mean, right there, you, when you look at questions like that, obviously you're being goatee. You're being... Oh, you yeah. Know, yeah they, were go- they were goating the shit out of her, man. Yeah. You know, and I love that she had the class enough to, to say it like that. You know, and this is a woman who didn't speak English. She was working with an interpreter, and she's trying to bolster American support. Mm. So uh, after, you know, she did her tour of America, she went home to the Ukraine. Uh, she was... Uh, put on a postage stamp to uh, show her greatness and uh, she ended up going back to school finishing her history degree and uh, she ended up working for the Russian Department of the Navy nice 
I mean, this was, this was, you know, a poor lady. She ended up passing in 1974. But this was a, this was a beast of a woman who had a hell of a life. I mean, more than I think most modern-day military men could ever ask for. Yeah. And, you know, managed to raise a family, get an education. You know, it's just an amazing story. And I don't think women generally in service, especially old service – you know, we're talked about in that greater respect. You know, you, the people know we do, especially military. Of course, we do respect them. But you don't hear about them enough. No, you don't. And, I mean, because like, we have friends that are, you know, they're very big, you know, big with the female military or female, oh, absolutely. you know, politics or whatever the yeah. big names to, you know, that don't get talked about, that like to bring that about to people's attention and... I mean, this this woman is a perfect example of, you know, of, hey, by the way, the chick did this. You know, uh, it brings up a point, too, like women in combat. Can women handle combat? Yeah. But do they have to be able to pass the test to handle combat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she did. Like, they literally told her, you need to go kill two men in open ground. And yeah. she did it. If she would have missed either of those shots, she would have been gone. She did it. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. That's not pretty good, dude. That's fucking awesome. Could you do that? I couldn't, and I'm a freaking good shot. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm I a don't good think... shot with a rifle, man. But I don't know if I could have done that. Yeah. Hey, hang, hang on one second. Let me uh, fix this curtain. It's... Making a ton of noise. Good, I'll be right back, too. All right, folks, hang on. We'll be right back. And we are back. Mm-hmm. So sorry about that. But, yeah, I mean, when you read about women like this, like, you can't not think that women are could can and would be excellent in combat. And I'm not saying all women. I'm saying some women. Mm-hmm. Just like not all men are cut for combat. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I just think it's fantastic to hear about a woman in this time being this devastating. That, like, why wasn't Enemy at the Gates made about her? You know what I mean? Yeah. That would have been an awesome movie. That would have been a pre-Wonder Woman, you know, female fiesta. It would have been fantastic. Yep. Okay, sorry about that, folks. I I just think, like, lives like these, things like these, need to be talked about. But I think a lot of people don't, even though they want women in combat, they don't want to hear about it or see it. No, they don't. I mean... You know, I honestly think they, they don't want to. It's... There's a good long history when it comes to women becoming in MOSs or rates that, you know, traditionally are men. There's always a lot of backlash. There's always, you know, some of the first ones that go through, they're kind of let them in. You know, there's a history of that. It's, it's very tough. And I mean, look at now women in infantry. Yep. You know. 
how many are there? You would think by, you know, the, how big people were bitching about it that there'd be this huge increase of women for infantry. There's not. Well, it's because a lot of women don't choose infantry. They choose a different job. But, you know, then then why push for it? You know what I mean? There's such well, a I mean, hu- the there, it was such a huge there. deal. But. Yeah, but the opportunity is there. It's just people don't choose it. It's like, why don't women choose gunner's mate in the Navy? Well, because they don't want to be gunner's mates. Yeah. But even, uh, what what's his name? Skinny Canadian dude. Uh, Psychologist or, or, yeah, clinical psychologist. Uh, Peterson, Jordan Peterson. Okay. But even he was saying in, what was it, like uh, Sweden, Norway, you know, the Scandinavian countries that are, you know, let people make the most choices. Women tend to choose more of the health care and those sides and that. And men tend to choose, you know, the engineering, the architect, you know, those areas. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have the the freest reign of anything, but they still stick within those parameters because that's just what they're interested in. Yeah, I just figured there'd be a large increase of of women that would want to join these combat MOSs, and I just I just don't see it. You know, I mean, if there is a huge influx, thank God. You know. Yeah. How nice, man! Come on. I don't. I don't know one person in any that served in any combat MOS that wouldn't say yes. We need more people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people don't want to choose that. You want to be a dental tech. You want to be, uh, you know, whatever. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being a dental tech. No, there isn't. You dental know, techs are awesome. We used to live with lots of them. You stick. You stick your fingers in strange people's mouths and smell strange stuff and. Shit, that sounds like my Friday night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's worse is I work Friday, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just thought this was amazing. You know, people talk about how there's a hindrance, but I, I really don't think there is. I think there's a choice that people are openly making. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not like the choices people are making, but you can't judge that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is... We're going to beat this horse dead, aren't we? Uh, no, no, no. We but, can move no, on. But yeah, no, no, it's, it's, that it was an amazing woman. Um, yeah, I think absolutely. I was in high school when I first uh, learned about her. And it wasn't from a textbook at all either. No, my mom had a had a book of uh, the Russians during mm. World War Two. She had she had actually a, a, a German one and a Russian book, and she used to actually read to me from both of them. That's where I learned from that. So I've thought about for snipers talking about Carlos Hathcock, but that his story has kind of been beaten down, beat down, you know, a lot, and just said over and Dude, over again. That thing's been beaten like a fourteen-year-old dick with endless lotion. That thing's been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I was like, oh, he's something different, but. Uh, I mean, he's an amazing man, and he did tremendous things. Oh yeah, he did definitely. You know. Especially during that era. Oops. Almost almost dropped that. Did not want to drop that. Okay. Hang on. 
Oh, hard fell. Well, we all just listened to Biscuit's last testicle dropping. <laughs> that was fun. Okay. Um, should I go over my, my what did I found here? I'm having to use my phone. I would so. love that. Um, use it up. I actually plan on getting a smaller smartphone. Really? Yeah, there's... um. Well, since I've learned you can watch porn on a phone... I'm getting a bigger phone. I, you know what? And I, I tried. It can't. It's just. It's too big. I'm like three steps away from carrying around a desktop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Where, where, where is? Oh man, where is this? Ooh, god, that stinks. That was a what? Bad one. Did you fart? Yeah. Oh, man, I felt so bad the other night. I farted at work, and I was right next to one of my friends, and he, like, sings at church and stuff. And it was one of those nasty ones. Like, you knew the devil was in your ass. <laughs> and I actually just walked away. I was like, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> this is disgusting with myself. <laughs> um, this, I think it's called the the Palm. P-A-L-M. Because I got Verizon, so it's... uh. Okay. It's um, the palm is small in size but huge on style. It's just like my. Um, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's his phone. It's his phone here. It's a. So you have you have a palm. Yeah, it's well. Is it called that because it fits in your palm? Pretty much. It's one point two or it's. Yeah, 1.9 inches in width and about 3.8 inches in height. And my fit in your palm doesn't fit mine, brother. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I want to get that because I, I, I can't be carrying this huge thing around in my pockets all the time. It annoys me. Welcome to my life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I uh, stumbled upon this... Uh, this website here, and it's just, it's got some famous people and like little facts and stuff that, you know, typically most people don't, uh, you know, um, know, or any books or movies portrayed about them, they leave out certain things. Um, it's uh, very interesting, I like it. Yeah, uh, Gandhi, for instance, mm -hmm. um, he, he, he was pretty much a uh, a sexist pretty much nothing more than a you know a social justice warrior you know with nothing more than a you know not damn it well hold on let me start this one i got you okay Go all right dude was sexist he was uh he'd uh um he would force women to lay down with him um to basically you know if he, they'd force him to sleep with him in order to test his uh, piety and purity. Ah. And he so did this. To make sure he wouldn't do it. Yeah, and he, he well, I don't, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that he, uh. Well, he had a wife. That doesn't mean nothing. No, I'm just saying. So he, I mean, I'm sure he's done it. Oh, yeah. You know, that's why, that's what I was saying. Like, he had a wife, so I'm sure he's had sex. If not, wow, what a waste. 
No, I'm talking about the fact that, you know, he's had women stay, you know, sleep with him. Like, young. I'm talking young girls, like mm. teenage girls, mm. you know, sleep with sleep with him. Gandhi, to, what happened? Yeah, yes, exactly. That's that was his thing. Damn. Yeah. I liked it, too. Really? Yeah, I like Gandhi. Made his own clothes, made his own salt. Gotta respect that. Yeah, there, there's that, but the person, I don't care about the person. <laughs> what? Come on, that's good, thanks. <laughs> um, let's see here, what's what's another one we have? Um, the Miracle Worker, inspirational film about a blind deaf child. Um, I take it that this would be Helen Keller. And, yes. um... The, the movie, The Miracle Worker, it was in 1962. Um, it was a film about her. And it was yep. it pretty much portrayed as being a pure soul, you know, like a good-hearted, you know, child, young woman. She actually wasn't. Oh, no, she was not. She um, was quite angry she, and bitter. She believed that children with Down syndrome should be left to die as part of the weeding of the human garden. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So anybody here Can likes Hello Killer? Let, let, one more time. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, here's another one about uh, <clears throat> Walt Disney. Um, oh, one of my favorite weirdos. Let's see here. I knew he was like a three-pack-a-day smoker. <laughs> He was a prudish jerk. He had uh, he had a domineering behavior. He was extremely manipulative. He would intimidate people. He was uh, racist and uh, anti-Semitic. He hated Jews. Um, Anti-Semitic. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I was drinking a beer. <laughs> uh, it's St kosher. Steve. Really? <laughs> um, Stephen Hawking. Um, his uh, his late wife. Oh. Or I want to say late wife, but his ex-wife, Jane, um, well, he and his wife both had an affairs on each other during their marriage. and uh, But she divorced him because he has a need to control issues, like severe control issues. And uh, she even wrote on a 610-page memoir called Music to Move the Stars that he was an all-powerful emperor and masterful puppeteer. I mean, think about it, though. You have nothing outside of you to control. Like, literally nothing. Hmm. So I assume he wants as much control as he can. Have you uh, heard? You know. Yeah. Do you? You know, I, under I understand it. It's not right. Yeah. It's not right, but no. I understand it. Um, this one is on uh, uh, Thoroughgood Marshall. Does that name Ooh. ring a bell for you? Thorogood yes, Marshall, the first yes, United States, uh, first black man to Supreme serve. Supreme Court. Exactly. Um, th there was a movie recently about him, but, uh, they, you know, they, they kind of left out some details. Um, and pretty pretty much this, um, we, he had to say he, li he liked to drink. And uh, yeah. when he would drink, he would uh, cost women. Multiple okay. women. Um, 
the movie doesn't even address it. The uh, there there was, I guess there was an incident between a female Sam Friedman, um, a neurotic Jewish or Jewish insurance lawyer. That uh, wait a minute, is that the? Okay, I don't know. I never did see that, and that name doesn't ring a bell. But either ways, uh, <laughs> Thorgood, he he would uh, when he would get drunk, he would fondle women. He would you know sexually harass them. Probably even has done more, and you know hidden under under the rug. Um, Winston Churchill, uh, another person. You know, important in uh, our history, especially during World War II. Um, oh, however, he was uh, very, very racist. Um, yeah. He uh, he believed that white people were a master race, and that physical and that physical force should be used on Indians to fight overpopulation. Churchill even once considered making his election campaign slogan "Keep Britain White." This was a way to tap into anti-immigrant sentiment. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Lincoln. Um. Uh, what was that? What was that? When was that movie done? It was like. Uh, you talking about the Danny Day Lewis one, like 2017? Something like that. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was Lincoln. before. 16, 17. Hang on. 2012. No. Yeah. Wait a minute. Maybe? Yeah, no, no, that's right. No. Look it up. God damn, it was 2012. Holy shit, was it that long ago? I know, it just seemed like it was yesterday. Oh my god. Anyway, go ahead. Jesus, let me feel <laughs> old for a moment. Talk about what you... Ugh. Um, he, uh, he, let's see. He believed that uh, there's a physical difference between white and black races. Um, that and that it would forever forbid the two races from living together on terms of social and political equality. And uh, he actually had propositioned about sending all the blacks to Liberia, Haiti, and Central America, basically anywhere outside the U.S. Mm. That was something he contemplated very heavily on. Hmm. <sighs> Just fucking up my whole day, man. I know. <laughs> like, like, how about uh, Dr. Dre here? Um, nah. Homies well, don't talk about Dre. Really? <laughs> that was a song. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, he sexually assaulted the music journalist D. Barnes. Um, and apparently he had done so to other women as well. see here uh do you remember the movie remember the titans with uh denzel washington oh absolutely i love that movie right a lot of it, good inspirational quotes it, it was and, it, and it, it portrayed the coach as a a tough and stern but you know fair fair, fair. yeah 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 fair was always the word well in real life 
Um, I'm sure he was a ball buster. Yeah, he was. Uh, his overbearing coaching style was so ruthless that his players eventually mutinied and forced him out of his position just a few seasons after the events of the movie. Yeah, but you got to think, like, I can honestly say the best coaches I ever had were hard-ass guys. Like, you were never... It was one of those, you're never going to get it right. Yeah. No matter how well you did it, you were never going to get it right. And if you understood that, it was just about doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. Mm-hmm. It well, helped. Well, there's a, there's a, I, I think there's a difference there. Because there's the ones like you described that are good. They're good people. Yeah. They're fair. And, but they're stern, you know. And yeah, yeah. You, you, they'll never tell you. They'll never give you, hey, good job, good no, job. No, no. Yeah, you'll never get a good job. But there are guys. Ever. There are guys like this dude Boone, who Herman Boone, who was just an evil, fucked up person. Yeah. See, well, I can't say you know, like, I can't say I trained under him. You can't. Yeah. But you know, we've both trained, I think, under hard people. Yeah. You know, at least military wise, that they expected so much that there was no way you could deliver. Mm-hmm. But being that you wanted to do well, you delivered as much as possible every time. And you knew they'd be happy with that. Now that's where I think that 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 deviates. You knew they'd be happy with that. This guy probably was never happy with anything you did yeah. ever. You know, he never walked by and gave you a pat on the shoulder like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, here's one. That's horrible. And you you and I, we definitely know this movie, A Beautiful Mind. Oh, man. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Do love and, it. Uh, it's a retelling of a famous mathematician, John Nash. Yeah. His uh, lifelong struggle through schizophrenia against all odds. But he was able Horror. to find a love and cope with mental illness. Um while making crucial contributions to the field of mathematics. Now, yeah. while the fame... Especially economics. Yeah, now while the film portrayed him as a generally kind person who remained faithful to his wife, in reality, he was anti-Jewish and he had a history of sexually violating his classmates. It was kind of a horrible ass. Uh, several of his male uh, friends from young adulthood have gone forward saying that Nash made inappropriate passes at them. I can believe, yeah, I believe it. Okay. Um, I, I cannot say, I, I, you'd have to show me everything that happened. Yeah. Before I made, you know, a definitive yes or no. But, yeah, I believe it because he grew up in that time where it was Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the 50s where they were, it was almost appropriate to hit on your secretary or whatever. You know, it's, it was horrible then. Yeah. Let's be honest. It was I, this. This article only has like little tidbits. I don't have like deep uh, the deep details on these. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. That's then, what I'm saying. But I mean, think about the think about the time he grew. He was at you know at that level. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I mean, I'm sure. Let's see, I'm gonna skip this one. Or actually, no. Um, the Social Network. Um, no. Let's see, 
everyone likes to criticize Mark Zuckerberg and the social network for selling out his bestie and business partner, Eduardo uh, Saverin, played by Andrew Garfield. But in yeah. the end, but in the end, Zuckerberg, uh, Zuckerberg, so see Zuckerberg, uh, maybe waterboard. Um, Zuckerberg, won- <laughs> he winds up bitter and alone, just like he deserves. But in reality, uh, Severin was a terrible business partner and wasted most of uh, Facebook's funds at uh, at parties, uh, multiple parties in New York City. Uh, he yeah. also went behind Zuck's back and took out free ads on Facebook for his own startup. Well, yeah, everybody's got their problems. Yeah. Is he hurting? Uh, no. Didn't he buy four houses in Hawaii to not have neighbors? Yeah, his whole, that whole thing. He's a fucking douche. Yeah, I know. I mean, the guy's an asshole. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll not get me to back a Harvard douche ever. Unless it's in rowing against Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. The Kundan. Uh, and most people remember the Tibetan monks as the victims in China's communist takeover of Tibet in the mid 20th century. Let's see here. However, the reality was that the peaceful monks were aggressive and capitalist bullies who kept human slaves when they weren't when they weren't overtaxing and mistreating the Tibetans under their rule. So they were really they were dickheads. <laughs> Tibetan monks were not good people. <laughs> they were so douchebags. You're, tell- you're telling me Ace Ventura Two lied to me. Yes. I refuse to believe it. I I know. I it's uh, I wanna see a video. <laughs> I request trial by combat. Uh Victoria and Abdul. Let's see here. Um Queen uh there's a two thousand seventeen's Victoria and Abdul uh a movie. I told a story of how Queen Victoria befriended a young Indian man named Abdul in the 19th century. The film uh, positioned Victoria as a progressive hero who uh, struck up his uh, this friendship despite her fellow British aristocrats being openly racist towards the country's Indian subjects. Now, the film glossed over the fact that Abdul was ultimately an unwillingly servant of the crown and that Victoria was full of anti-Indian sentiment that she caused via her own inaction 15 million Indians to die of starvation during her reign. So, yeah. Let's see here. Um, Huh? You said that one I knew. (laughs) Let's uh, spoil some Mar- Margaret Thatcher. Let's uh, spoil. Oh, not the Iron Lady. Ah, uh, yes, exactly the Iron oh, Lady. Come on, man. Um, she was considered a symbol of progress, uh, pro- progress for being England's first female prime minister. Um, now the movie The Iron Lady left out the fact that she was a racist and homophobic dumpster. Uh, dumpster fire. That's what I said. Um, Are you serious? Yeah. Dumpster fire? That's what it says in this. <laughs> that is fantastic. What? Oh my god! What a fantastic way to describe a world leader. Dumpster fire. 
<laughs> Margaret Thatcher? Yeah, she's a dumpster fire. Oh, like a dumpster fire. <laughs> well, this film, which earned Meryl Streep her third Oscar, happened to admit the fact that, uh, damn it, it happened to admit the fact that Thatcher not only protested immigration, but also bullied the LB, the LGBTQ people through her tenure. Through her tenure. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Um, do we want to go over James Brown? Oh, is this him in the bathroom? Um... Please don't say it's his bathroom thing. No, no, not this one. Oh, I want to hear it then. Okay. Um, the James Brown biopic Get Up on Up on Up Get On Up certainly doesn't paint him as a saint. It never shies away from Brown's historic history of martial strife and heavy drinking. However, yeah. it still chooses to focus on Brown's genius as a musician, and in doing so, leaves out one tiny detail about Brown's music. The man stole his biggest song. Brown's ex-musician Betty Jean, uh, Betty Jean Newsom, took him to court after she realized he lifted the main melody of "It's a Man's 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 World" from an original tune that she sang once when they were dating. Newsom won the lawsuit, and Brown never apologized. Wow. Now I had a chief in the Navy. Every day he used to play It's a Man's World. He was not popular. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I liked him. He was a cool dude. Like, he was very laid back, but he'd come in and crank that thing up. Yeah, that, that, would, that would do that. Hey, you remember... Um, here's another one. You remember the movie with The Walk? With The What? The Walk. The Walk. Yeah. What walk? The, the guy that had the uh, high wire between the Twin Towers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Levitt. Levitt. Yeah. Something Gordon Levitt. Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt. There you go. Now, the, the movie the, is called yeah. The Walk. The Wallandas. It was about the Wallandas. And uh, this guy's name was Felipe Petit. Mm hmm. Petit. Okay, whatever. Um, he made headlines in 1974 when he successfully scaled a high wire between the twin towers while holding nothing more than a balancing a or than a balancing pole. Now, the movie opted out for a sa uh, satisfying end in which uh, Petit, Petit stayed in New York with his friends in order to bask in his newfound fame. But in real life, he let all of his friends get deported so that he could stay behind in New York. Jesus. What a douche. Yeah, that's kind of dickish, man. Let's, uh, let's move on to the Elephant Man. Oh. Uh, David Mr. Lynch. Mr. Merrick. Yeah. David Lynch's uh, nom nominated 1980 film, The Elephant Man. It, it told the remarkable story of Frederick Trevez. A kindly doctor who cared um, uh, for a man with, or care, cared for a man with a severe, uh, severe facial deformity. Now, while the movie depicted Trey's, which is Anthony Hopkins, portrayed by, uh, as a as a savior who rescued his charge from an evil freak show owner, it turns out that Trevor was far from a hero. Um, 
Uh, Travis had a hand in the movie's script, so of course he glossed over the fact that he, and not the freak show owner, was the true antagonist in the elephant man's life. In addition it, to never actually learning the, man, the man's real name, Travis uh, paraded him in front of his colleagues as a freakish spectacle. see here um let's not do let's do the movie with will smith uh, pursuit of happiness oh my god a quote here how could a simple upbeat you are fucking everything up you i know that I, you are taking all the joy out of me just i'm sucking it up well i'm a joy breaker okay i I'm i get, can, I, I feel this i put the joy time. over my knee and i i i you just spank it like there's carry lotion on it. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, to quote from the movie, uh, how, how could this? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> How could a simple, upbeat, feel-good movie have anything wrong with it, you might ask? But Will Smith was so sweet and pure and charming in this movie, you might say, well, this movie is a giant lie, and everything you know about it is wrong. Um, Smith's character is uh, Chris Gardner, portrayed as a loving father who makes every effort to care for his son after his wife heart, uh, heartlessly kicks him out of the house. But in reality... Um, his wife did this because he was a pill-popping domestic abuser. Moreover, Gardner continued to use and sell substances after becoming homeless and frequently abandoning his child. Mm, yeah. Not so cool. Yeah, so if anybody's seen that movie Pursuit of Happiness, sorry. If you haven't seen it, you're okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Coco. It is a great movie, though. Yeah, it is. Coco, Coco before Chanel? No. Um, American uh, Gangster. Oh, oh. With Daniel Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe. Yeah. Great uh, movie. Washington played a savvy Harlem kingpin who sold high quality smack to get rich, and then got seventy five percent of the N NYPD fired when he revealed them as his partners in crime. But while the film made Washington's character sympathetic and charismatic. He was in real in reality illiterate, illiterate and cruel, oh. like me. Well, just the illiterate part. Um, illiterate and cruel. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <sighs> kind of figure he's a freaking mob boss. I don't know why that's. Well, now, actually, uh, I mean, he came from the slums of North Carolina. You know, he just lived up there for a little while, working for Bumpy. Hmm. And Bumpy Johnson was a big deal. And actually, uh, uh, Nikki, uh, shit, what's his last name? Nikki Sparks, something like that. Nikki Sparks, something. Who was his competitor was actually probably the more <laughs> nicer of the drug dealers at that time. Mm. It's actually a really interesting story. Well. Delve into that later. Yeah, uh, another thing here. Um, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. You familiar with that? Ooh. We talked. We talked about it. T. Lawrence. Yeah. 
He was a he was a freak into he was huge into S and M. Who is? Oh, let's see here. I'm gonna skip this one. I'm gonna wait a minute. The Dallas. Are you? Huh? Are you? Nothing. Am I? Uh, the no, Schindler's List. Oh, okay. Um, but this way, Schindler was in real life an imperfect man who uh, carelessly abandoned his wife after his efforts with the Jews, and then spent the rest of his life stealing from Jewish char- uh, charities. No, come on. Yeah. Not Schindler. Yeah. Damn. Uh, you you remember the movie Braveheart with uh, Mel Gibson portraying William Wallace? Of course. Um, did you know that they actually never wore kilts? Yes, I did. They were actually just painted in blue paint. They were like buck naked blue paint. Bam! That's how they fought. Or they wore British regalia that they stole. I'm talking. Wait, are you saying about like the characters that played? No, I'm talking about in real life. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In real life, they they either wore British stuff that they stole from the British they killed, or they were buck naked, painted in blue. Yeah, I'm... and most of them wouldn't have been painted in blue because that was a woad thing from the Roman Empire, which is far before what you'd get. Yeah. In that time, let me. I, I have to grab something real quick. So, uh, folks, hold on. <laughs> okay, we're back, and uh, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh my God! Dude, my cheeks hurt so bad from laughing. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Y'all didn't hear that, but I did, and it was funny as hell. <laughs> oh, I'm, a, I'm a funny guy. Um, you are. Oh. I love your rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of rage. Yeah. Have you heard of the movie Cold Pursuit? Oh. See the trailer? Anything. I. Is this a new one? It's a Liam Neeson movie, 2018. And it's one of those... I I thought going into it, it was going to be a... You know, so-and-so killed his kid, so he's going to get revenge kind of thing. Mm. Which it kind of is. I have not seen it. Watch it. It is such an art... It reminded me of the movie Driver. I don't know if you ever saw Driver... Great movie, very artsy, build with action, but not a lot of action. Mm. It's much more of a story movie. Yeah. I'll have, let me let me write this down. Write it down. Well, well cold, I got my cold cold pursuit. Cold pursuit. What is this right here? Oh. 
Okay. Cold Pursuit. Cold with a K-O-L-D. Cold just with a C-O-L-D. I know. I know. I know. Pursuit with a P-suit. With, with, with a Z. <laughs> Z-W-X-Q-Q-Q-R with an E. There we go. Oh, yeah. Very good movie. Right. Check it out. Okay, we'll do. We'll do. I Only to add to your list of movies you have to watch. My list of movies that, you know what? And I I have another notepad somewhere, and I don't know where the thing is. And I had a couple movies there I was going to write down. What is that? Ah, that's all right. Which book is this? The book that I, the book that will get me killed. Let's see what's in it. Yeah, that's probably the perfect book to write down the movies I tell you to watch. <laughs> the book that will get me killed. This has this has my all the really good conspiracy bad, shit. Dude, the bad times at the El Royale. Another good one. The bet. Huh? Is that a new one? Yeah. It's got it's got Thor in it. It's got Jeff Bridges. Good. I'm dropping everything. I hear that. Yeah. One more. Okay, okay. I, I'll, I'll sit still now. The bad times at the El Royale. <laughs> okay. Writing that one down. Um... What did I just watch recently? Oh yeah, I watched Lego Movie Two. Oh, was it good? No. Nah, fuck. Well, that sucks. The first one was nothing but a big. Let's let's be honest. It was a toy promotion. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a it was an hour and a half long commercial about how awesome Legos are. Everything is awesome. But, but it fed into guys our age. And how we like playing with Legos. I still play with Legos. You kidding me? I, I exactly. That's what I mean. Like it fed into us, and it basically said, "Get your kids interested in Legos." <laughs> <laughs> and now they've put out a second movie. Now the Batman Lego movie is awesome. I love that. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Oh man, he's got a ninth ab. <laughs> you have to watch it it is so funny I, it, it is a, it is a fantastic movie now the boy and I do play the Batman uh, the Batman uh, Lego Xbox game okay okay he, yeah we got that too he and I will play that together which I, I, I love I love I think it's fun it's fun it's like, I mean really it is entertaining same with it the uh, Marvel superheroes yeah, um, yeah, I got that on one Xbox too. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel Avengers or whatever it is. Yeah. But nowadays he plays um, Fortnite. Gay. And I, I'm a noob. From what no, he says. no, uh-uh, he says, no. Dad, you're still a noob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check him on that shit. <laughs> you need to maintain alpha status. You're losing it now. He's gaining control. 
Well, what's that's, wrong with you? Well, that's when get I, on this. That well, hey, I do, I do. I no, got, you're I got, not. I you're got my own way. I got my own way doing this. No, you're failing. No, it's okay. I can be a new because I get busy. Oh, you get busy? Yeah, so I don't have quite time to, you know, spin as he does. However, I throw in my little alpha status by putting my hand on that uh, that plug that gives the power to the little box. <laughs> I will unplug your Wi-Fi. And I look... <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh my god. Oh man, that's so good. <laughs> See, I don't do that. I just try and maintain it. <laughs> I got to start I got to start going hardware. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh If I can't beat them at one thing, then I'll find a way around it. Damn right. Well done. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> such a good way to go. All you parents out there, just unplug the Wi-Fi. <laughs> you win. Yeah. Or another thing too, is he's got two remotes. He never mm-hmm. charges. Keeps both of them charged when Ooh. he's done. So there's always one that's dead. I'm like, Dang hey, hurts. hold on a second. Let, let me uh, let me charge this one. Then I'll give him, yeah, I'll charge him when he's using, and I'll give him the dead one. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you called me a noob? Well, hurry up. That's harsh. But it's dead. It's not working. Well, sorry. (laughs) And my, my son's more of an outside boy than an inside boy. But he does like his video games, so. Yeah, my, my, my little one loves the outside, too. He, he'll he balance between, but, uh, like, our pool right now, we're getting the pool, trying to situate it out. I've got some green algae growing on the sides that, Ooh. and this little vacuum thing that's supposed to, I call it the pool Roomba. It's, yeah, yeah, you sent uh, me the video. You changed um, the tires on your pool Roomba. Yeah, I changed the tires, and uh, I ended up putting nails through so it grabs better. Because we have a tile bottom and not the normal concrete one. So you don't have, like, the concrete and then a layer of yeah, no, whatever. No. It's just oh, okay, it's so it's tile. Little square tiles. So, so yeah. you don't have to worry about the, the nails digging in and, like, ruining your bottom. Fuck, I don't care. It's. I'm trying to get that so it goes out of the deep end into the shallow. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. See, when we had our in-ground pool, like you do, I used to have to vacuum it, like, every couple days. Yeah, I do, too. And that was one of my things, like, my dad taught me. He was like, you are going to... He's like, you like this pool? I was like, yes. And he's like, then come on. <laughs> and I was like, shit. So, like, I'm sweeping it every day in the summer, and... You know, then you got to skim it afterwards and vacuum it a couple times a week. And I was like, Jesus Christ, pools suck. And then my wife's like, let's have a pool. And I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Get Spend the few hundred dollars on one of those little pool Roombas. Uh, dude, if I get a pool, I'm getting one of them blow-up ones. Yeah, drop your ass in there. Cool, isn't it? Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting shit. <laughs> Just dig a hole in your backyard. That's all you gotta yeah, do. Fuck it. I'll, 
I just shoot him with a hose every moment. <laughs> Fine with that. Yeah, that'll work too. Yeah, it's, it's a pain in the butt. It, it's just a pain in the butt because all the the chlorine tablets are expensive. Oh yeah, and then you got you know you got to shock it and stuff and do all. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Maintain pH levels. Fucking shit. Yeah, it's um. Screw that! I gotta watch Thor again. And we just the the neighbors have a uh, saltwater pool. Oh yeah, I hear that's a good way to go. Well, they it's it's an elder, el, elderly couple. I was about uh-huh. to say elderly couple, but um, I feel elderly. Uh, they uh, never use it, and uh-huh. for about two or three or four months, it'll go dark and dark and dark, and it'll look like you won't be able to see through it. You know, you could probably have its own little personal pond with some frogs and and uh, fish in there. Yeah, Actually, frogs, month, for a certain part of the year, they do get in there and they get stuck and die. Now, what months does it go dark? Is it the winter months? The pool? Yeah. Their pool? Oh, it doesn't matter. It It's just because they, they don't use it at all. They'll clean it, they'll put chemicals in it, and... They'll do oh, a process. Okay. It'll be a few days, and then they won't touch it for like another three or four months. But by that time, you know how everything's built up, and it's just dark, and all the debris is blowing in, and it just it looks like going back and jumping in a lake at a uh, the Ozarks. I got you. I got you. But uh, yeah, there's a certain time of the year when the frogs come out, and I'm talking to big old frogs, the fat ones. And uh, they'll jump in, and you'll just watch them. You'll just see their their arm, their arms and legs out. It looks like they're dead, but they're just kind of floating. Like you'll watch them for a few minutes. <laughs> you'll watch them for a few minutes, and they'll just kind of float. And then you'll see their arms and legs move, and then it'll stop, and it'll just float for a few minutes more. <laughs> God, oh, I love it. Well. I'm glad you have joy in your life. <laughs> <laughs> the little things. Yeah, just like our penises. Yep. So wow. I have some... S- I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't expect a confirmation that fast, but that was nice. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just like our dicks. Yep. Yep. Damn. <laughs> so it is true. <laughs> Individually, we've had multiple points. Um, the confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I got some uh, some more edibles. Uh, CBD this time. This yes. time CBD and three kinds. Um, one of them is um, uh, it's this CBD gummies. One of them is uh, right re- or relaxed now, and it's mm-hmm. about seventy five milligrams. Then the other one is uh, it, um, stay asleep longer. Mm-hmm. It's uh, enhanced with melatonin, I guess. Yeah, probably. Then there's one that says a high potency blend with 125 milligrams, mm-hmm. which I need to um, I need to see if that's per. Yeah, it is. It is. Wait, I know. I take it back. I take it back. That was. The last one it says twenty five per gummy. 
So I don't See, know. There's three different kinds. I'm going to try these. And I have a uh, balm that's uh, that cold or CBD pain freeze. Oh, nice. So, so you're going to put that on your joints and stuff? Yeah, I'm going to see how that oh, that'll, that'll be good. That'll be good. Hopefully I don't smell like, uh, you know, like an old man with a... Well, what's that, what's that stuff, know, Ben Gay? CBD is one of those things. It's like, oh, so I'm going to take you and you aren't going to get me high. Thank you for the letdown up front. <laughs> well, CBD <laughs> is know, for pain. It's a, it's a multivitamin for the body. Yeah. And that's what I think people are missing from CBD is that it's it's honestly and wholeheartedly a multivitamin for your body. But, well, and the thing is I have quite a few friends I keep in touch with that are, they take, they try different things as far mm -hmm. as CBD and THC. They're in pain all the time and the CBD that they take actually helps them a lot. Yeah, it does. It's a great pain reliever. It's an anti-inflammatory. But uh, works fantastic. But uh, so I, I, I'm I've got my little book, which you saw, awesome. called the Dope yep. Diary. Yep. So the I've, Dope Diary. I've got a few uh, entries, like we uh, discussed uh, about my little one of us eats yeah. edible. <laughs> yeah. I'm. A I'm excited to see more entries, though. Yeah. I, I, this journey is, is really kind of neat, man. Well, once I get the right dosage and the right kind of CBD, then I can do both CBD together with the THC and just for the overall combo. See what does best for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So we'll see how that goes. That's going to go great. I think it'll go great. I think it's been a fun journey so far. Is that right, Barbara? Oh, I've had... Right. that the chicken? No, I actually... I looked at my book. <laughs> no chicken there. <laughs> yeah, that was oh. weird. Well, when you said Barbara, I was like, I had to question it. Like, is that a chicken? <laughs> I, do you know pigeons have... When pigeons have sex, they die? Yes, yes. You did know that? Yes. I actually just found this out like a couple weeks ago. Is it when you had sex with a pigeon? It died. <laughs> right in my lap. I know. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> oh, <Crazy>. God. <laughs> Such a dumb joke. <laughs> <coughs> oh, it's pretty good. No, that was not. That was. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how you played it. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm sorry. I'll get it. I'll get it. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. I need to breathe. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're not laughing, with, if you're not laughing with us, I'm so sorry. If you're sitting there all stoic, like these guys are morons, yeah, fine, whatever. I really don't care. <coughs> yep. <coughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Oh. It tied right in my lap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm doing a lot of alerts. <laughs> oh. oh. Mm. Okay. Okay. I got it. My dog's looking at me like, what's going on? That's okay. My cat's been licking his own ass for about an hour. <laughs> Gotta let him go. Hi, you two. <clears throat> okay. Your head's down like you did something wrong. Did you do something wrong, Moose? Oh, I think you were talking you? to me. I'm like, really? Is it? <laughs> Yes, Bo, but you're pretty. All right. That's her. This is Boba, my little... Okay, well, you guys can't see it, so sorry, but... uh. He <laughs> described this thing to you that you can't see. <laughs> it's a little Pomeranian fox farm. She She's prissy. She's... When she sleeps, she has to have her head on a pillow. Yeah, it's prissy. As we hell. actually bought her, like, a dog pillow. Yeah, that's pretty. Is that sad? Yeah. Moose, my little terrier with a bit of a chihuahua, he, uh, when he sleeps, he likes to bury his head under stuff. Like an ostrich. Nice. It's weird. No, I do that. Okay. But I think it's for light. Um, like, I don't, I don't, I, I need my shit dark. So usually I wake up with my head under a pillow. I th- or when I piss my wife off and I just wake up and she's trying to, you know, choke me to death. <laughs> I thought it was a psychological thing, but no. But 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 Bob is a uh, yes. I'm talking about you. I I can just picture like an, an English accent saying yes. I'm pretty. <laughs> Rub my belly. You spend far too much time with these animals. <laughs> Yeah. I hope Jesus. if you're gonna go outside, you better use the little grass pad I got you. You hear me? Don't yeah, be, I hear you. Don't I'll buy it. I'll use it. Jesus, I'm gonna use it. Oh, thank I, you for it. Okay, just don't don't poop on the balcony. You know. No, I that's won't. Why, that's why okay. I got you the little little six the six dollar little grass pad. And that's I appreciate. That. Okay. Thank you. I know it's getting this tad bit brown, but I'm gonna water it. All right. All right. Keep the keep the sod nice. Yeah. Keep shitting in it. Okay. Why do I feel like I'm speaking for your dog? Like I'm actually <laughs> nodding. I'm like. <laughs> I was into that. Oh. <laughs> That oh, little tail, the, the way she looks at me, it's just like, oh, yes, I'm pretty. <sighs> Touch my belly. <laughs> Give me something. No. <laughs> Stranger <What>? danger. <laughs> yeah, she. This, this little one, if the wind blows a leaf and she sees that leaf move, it totally fucks her up. I'm sure. She just, it scares the shit out of her. It's so funny. <laughs> like, 
a paper with it. If the printer, you know how like the little thing comes out and the paper kind of lays on it? Uh -huh. So if one of them falls, it just scares the shit out of her. She has to run. She oh, may do like a little girl. barks. But it, 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 I find it funny. Ah, poor girl. Yeah, whatever. She's it's a shame that. Well, it's a shame that much scares her. Well, me taking her outside was the first time she's ever been outside. Um, when we first got well, her. Well, there you go. The wind would blow, and all the grass would kind of move. She would shit herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects for the masses. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I got to get off, man. Got to go put the boy to bed. Okay. Um, hey, folks, listen. Um, I don't even know if you even, anybody's even listening this far this episode. But hey, hey yeah. I don't even care. Be humble. Don't be a douchebag. I've had a blast. It's been such a good one. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. Don't be a douchebag, brother. Bye. Bye-bye, nipples.